0: The reason people aren't financially free is they don't know what to do and they don't know where to start. I want you to join Joey and I or the Virtual Inner Circle Live, April the 4th through the 6th, as we share with you the exact answers to those questions. We only do this event one time per year. I don't want you to miss out. Go to wealthwattwattstreet.com forward slash live and enter promo code PODCAST. When you're at this event, you're going to get your investor DNA, you're going to get access to up to six different passive income strategies. So, you know, leaving this event, exactly what to do, taking our decades of knowledge so that you can start becoming financially free. Go to wealthwhilewallstreet.com forward slash live and enter the promo code podcast.
1: Russ, the Inner Circle Live was an event that I will never forget. And hopefully will be something we will do over and over again, because I am literally, we're three or four days after the event and I'm still amped up. What about you? The biggest regret, Joey, is that we
0: didn't start telling about people about this event two and three months earlier. Because now I've already had a handful of conversations with people who were like, I didn't know you guys were having that event. I wanted to come to that event. I've been waiting to come for a, an event with you guys. So we've got to do a better job of getting this out there so that people know about these events. So we're going to create a page and I'm not going to tell you what the page is right now. Cause our team will hate me for <laughs> telling them for something, <laughs> but this is something that's going to be a staple. We're going to start doing these multiple times a year, multiple times live, but also some opportunity for the virtual. Cause I know it's not always easy to travel, but Joey here, here's, here's one of my big takeaways. I I'm sitting there having sidebar conversations with people before, during, and after the event. And all I can see is light bulbs, right? As Mm -hmm. the idea guy, I've got a picture that I I got to share at the event of me holding a light bulb when we were in this event, when we were in Scottsdale, right? They had this bio chamber where it was like pulsing out electrodes. And I was able to hold a light bulb and the light bulb was glowing. I saw that light bulb in people's eyes the whole time. And 100%. the idea that live events change lives just was
1: just like, yep, confirmed. Yep, checkbox. And I will I will mimic that or, or, what would we say, echo what you're saying. Because the thing that I'm now stuck with after the event is the impact of moments. Okay, like we've talked about this on the show with most every guest that we've ever interviewed. And we talk about the moment when something changed. They, they they came into their situation a certain way. They thought a certain way. They acted a certain way. Something changed. An outside activity or a thought process or a book or, or a mentor, something happened. And then their trajectory was different from that point forward. Here's the most impressive thing about this event is that we got to see those moments across our entire room of people. And I, we haven't seen the result of those moments, but I guarantee you in years to come, we're going to go back and people are going to say, there was this one time at Inner Circle Live that you said this, or that I read this, or I met this person and everything changed. That is what gets me fired up. That's what gets me um, energized to continue to get this message out and to continue to share this with all of you. I don't know if we can add anything else. We got we did bring we, we, the coaches well, in here.
0: Well, I was about to say, this is so what are you going to get out of this podcast? You're going to get the majority of the coaches and Joey and I just giving you those singular nuggets, like those things that just kept happening throughout the event. Because if you didn't get a chance to go, we're going to try to give you as many of them as possible. But what we can't give you, is what Joey said, is just the ability to be in a room and to be connected. And when you get around other people, you realize you're not the only one, right? You're not the only one doing infinite making. You're not the only one pursuing passive income greater than your monthly expenses. You are part of a tribe. You're part of a larger community. And I encourage you to to make plans to one of the next ones that happens and put it as a annual item that you will do to be recharged right so Joey you're right we did we have a table we got to pull up to so get your chair
2: let's belly up. up welcome to the wealth without wall street podcast your guide to understanding how to get out of the wall street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle now Don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray.
3: Welcome
2: to the Financial Freedom
0: Roundtable, where each week we break down complex financial topics so you can more easily understand them, and more importantly, take action on your path to becoming financially free. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Grateful to have you in the room. I'm Russ Morgan. They call me the Idea Guy. Mostly because lack of follow-through guy just didn't sound so cool. But enough about me for a moment. Let me introduce you to my co-host, my partner. He's a, the Italian stallion. He's got the license plate covered to prove it. Mr. Joe Murray. Stallion, good afternoon.
1: Man, good afternoon, Russ. Uh, great day. I, I'm I'm kind of excited from the 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 culmination of a fantastic weekend what about you
0: yeah we're sitting here in Birmingham we just wrapped up the inaugural inner circle live where a hundred plus of our favorite friends spent two days two days plus helping get a clearer vision of what financial freedom looks like for us and how we're going to
1: get there. Yeah I, I'm I'm a Natural socialite. I'm very um, driven to be around people, so I'm just on a high right now. I, I don't, are you exhausted? Or are you on a high right now?
0: Man, I, I my interview says I'm on a low. <laughs> right? It, I, I love I love being front and center. I love being the center of attention, but it also drains me. Right? I'm wearing my pink shirt today because I
1: I didn't you need feel a little. Pink. You needed a little boost.
0: I did. I, I really did. But it is it's amazing. And we're going to go through this today. The whole goal of this podcast is really, if you weren't able to be a part of this, to help you have a little bit of an insight of what some of those wins were, some of those takeaways, and call you into the next one. Because we're going to be doing this every quarter. Some are going to be live, some are going to be virtual. And you're going to want to make sure that you mark the calendar so that you can participate and get time with these coaches. So is yes. it okay if we introduce these
1: coaches? Well, before we do that, I think it's only fair that we outline that we are literally at a roundtable up in one of the ballrooms at the Westin where we just had this. And I just get fired up. And the energy of having these coaches physically here to uh, to give this download to you. It, it's gonna come with a fury today.
0: Yeah. Well, we're always at a round table, it's just sometimes it's virtual bro.
1: I am saying it's literal. That's I like the literal.
0: Okay. Let, let let's let's get over to the true financial Sherlock Holmes of our day. No problem too difficult to solve. If I was just on the known him earlier, I'd be so much richer. Said everybody, Mr. Downtown Ernie Brown.
2: Nice to see Ern. Nice to be seen. Joey may be at his literal round table. I'm at the physical round table. I mean, they're they're the same.
1: I, Come on, literal and physical. They could be interchangeable.
2: Okay. I, Give me that. I think we were looking for physical.
1: Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
0: it, you've got a lot of time to actually see people in person, people that you've been talking to, people that have been
2: listening to you. How was the weekend for you? It was a blur. <laughs> I am so high right now. Yeah. <laughs> From excitement, man, I, I, I had like, what felt like 6,000 conversations. People literally who I was on a Zoom call with last week, I'm um, shaking their hand, give them a hug. That was so good to spend time with each other. And actually, I'd say that here's my favorite part. It's fun to get to meet people in person, not on the computer screen, because you get to see how tall or short they are. <laughs> I really I really <laughs> enjoy that. I've never had so many people tell me, I thought you were going to look so much better the way that you fucked yourself <laughs> up. <laughs> People be like, man, I thought you were, I thought you'd be much shorter. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or but I, it. I, I, I don't know how to take it. I love that. I love I don't know how to take it. All right. Let, let's get
0: around to your left. We got the retiree of the group, Mr. Catch Me with, If You Can. If He's not killing bears with his bare hands or spirit diving for tuna. He's right here dropping gold nuggets. The one
4: and only Mr. Mark
0: Cargucci. Welcome, Mark.
4: Oh, man, it is, it is great to be here. And I, I think, you know, being the retiree, I don't know about you guys, but I, I now that I'm there I had a little bit of PTSD uh flying on an airplane and staying in a hotel room because <laughs> I, I kept thinking I was going to be late for the flight the next day.
1: They're not going to make me go back. Oh are they? man.
4: It, I, it, for, for a second there when the plane was delayed I was afraid that my phone was going to start ringing you are like hey so are you available to fly this thing or what let's go. <laughs> um this has been fantastic and to Ernie's point yes it is so cool to finally see people real and live and now get that that in person connection. Um my 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 first biggest takeaway was uh, it, it really is kind of disappointing to realize how short I am um, <laughs> with a lot of the people I work with. So that was that, that was kind of a low point for me. but um, that, no, in all seriousness, the high point, being able to connect with people and and really have that that close connection, and just a couple of conversations, just sharing with people, hearing more about what's going on, because now it's a little bit more intimate. And just a a couple of quick pointers of people telling me some problems or some challenges they're facing, say, with like taxes or, you know, they're getting hit this year. And I said, well, have you heard about this strategy? Are are you in a position for that? Things that our our existing clients, ourselves and other people have been able to do to mitigate those. And one client in particular, we're having the conversation and you could just see like about a thousand pounds drop off his shoulders. Oh, wow. Because he was so excited. He said, that, that, that could work. That could totally work for the problem that I have right now with, with the taxes and the scenario that I might find myself in. And I said, well, it's worked for a bunch of other people. Go run it by your, your tax pro. And if it does fit, then, then get after it. No, that's, that's
0: also. And we, I mean, we had a CPA in the room, and I had a conversation with him today. And he was just so fired up. He was like, man, the light bulb just is that much brighter now from being here in person. It's like, I know you guys said, kind of leading up to the events, that live events change lives, and this has changed my life. uh, It's it's fun to be here with all of you. Let me get to your right. We got Mr. Piano Man, we're all in the mood for passive income. You have a C in the light, Mr. Matthew Hammond. Good to see you,
5: Matthew. Uh, As Ernie would say, it's good to be seen. (laughs) And uh, as far as uh, Mark and Ernie, man, I don't care how short you guys are, I look up to both of you. (laughs) Oh, look at that.
0: (laughs) Look at that. What, what was your initial take from the weekend?
5: Oh, man. The whole weekend was, uh, for me personally and for everybody I talked to, it was like drinking from a fire hose. Uh, but it was so many shiny objects that were presented <laughs> in this event. And uh, for me and, and people I talked to and, and and everybody was just so excited. Everybody I talked to said they were so excited to be able to focus. They got all the shiny objects now. They just got to focus them and, and, um, and narrow them down to the – to their, uh, their most, most appropriate investment opportunities. But uh, everybody was super excited.
0: All right, let me get over to your right. I got the surgeon, the DFM, man, the doctor of financial medicine. He's got a precision-like approach to cash flow. and can diagnose your problems just before they occur because he's looking at your financial statement because he is Mr. Automated Budget, Mr. Eric Huston. Good to see you, Eric.
6: Man, thank you, Russ. Holy smokes. I can't even believe I'm here.
0: I mean, I I will, I shared this with you prior, I'm sure with everyone. I was going around the room and just having conversations with people and asking them, hey, what was your biggest win? What was the biggest takeaway? And one person pulled me off off to the side and said, Eric Hudson, number one, best weekend, just being able to hang out and spend time with that guy.
6: Wow. What? I hate to cry right here on the podcast, (laughs) (laughs) but um I, I'm blown away by that. Thank you for saying that. And do you remember the movie uh, Field of Dreams? Yeah, Yes. The I think the most the powerful statement from that movie was if you if you build it, they will come. And the beauty of a shared experience um, is really hard to uh, verbalize. And. I think all of us in this room and uh, our hundred friends that were with us now have something we'll carry with us into the rest of our lives and it will bleed down, you know, into their families and into their friends. And um, I'm just so thankful for the opportunity while having that group shared experience also like Ernie and and the other coaches have mentioned, then getting to have the one-on-one, you know, sort of personal touch with somebody put your arms around somebody's neck um, and give them a hug that you've just seen across the screen. So, yeah, great experience for me. I don't know if anybody enjoyed it more than I did, but if they did, they certainly had a transcendent experience this weekend.
0: Very cool. All right, to your right, we got the king of BM, Mr. Real Estate himself. He's agnostic to his type as long as it produces cash flow, the multi talented Jamie O'Brien. Good to have you, Jamie.
3: Russ, good to be here, man. What a weekend! What a weekend.
0: Biggest takeaway for you, man. Just some things that you, you have to spend a lot of time talking to people, seeing people. I know you're kind of new on the coaching scene. How'd that go? Were people like coming up? Like, wait a second, can I get a picture with the multi-talented Mr. Bham? I'm in mean, Mr. I'm in B Ham, I mean, man. This is like <laughs>
3: Mr. Ham. Man, I, I gotta meet so many cool people and have so many great conversations. Uh, we had some amazing speakers, got to meet a guy that I look up to and have been following for a long time that I really wanted to, you know, get to know a little bit and got that opportunity, which was awesome. Um, the biggest takeaway for me was you guys said it when we promote the event, live events change lives. And last night I was hanging out with a small group of guys um, and there's a, there was a younger gentleman who's starting his path. You know, he's been through some ups and downs, young families trying to figure it all out. And just in that conversation, by the end of it, it got emotional. And he was like, the biggest thing for me is I just I've realized I'm not alone in this. You know, wow. I'm not alone in this journey. And that means the world to me. And that I'll take that with me um, from here on out. That's so cool. It, we we said going into this a lot of things. And
2: it, Joey, it, it's fun for me to meet people who are on the other end. Right. Like
0: on Friday night, we got a chance to celebrate. The, the million download mark, right? <laughs> and we gave a, a little bit of background as to how this whole podcast started and and just sharing that moment with people. But sometimes we say stuff on the podcast and we don't know if it's impacted people. We don't know if if, if they're listening. But today, I had a guy share my words back to me. Uh-oh. He said...
1: Which words?
0: Well, He, he said, okay. you know, you, he goes, man, the, the, I said, what was your biggest takeaway? He said... You said this, and, I, and I, I felt it over this weekend. Don't just start your year with a goal, but start your year with a plan to accomplish your goal.
4: Hmm.
0: And he said, that's what this whole weekend was. That's what this whole event was for me. It was coming in here with some big ideas, but not necessarily the, the plan to take action on them. And you and I got a chance to lead a right next thing with our accredited investor group and talk a little bit about how that helps people. What were some of your takeaways, not only from the event, but maybe also some of those conversations independently that you had?
1: So uh, I will say this. Number one, um, if you weren't at the event, then you didn't hear us begin with prayer. And to me, that was impactful because I look around even this table right now and I am humbled by the fact that we have been blessed with the impact and the ability to impact people all over the country that flew in, they sacrificed time and money to be a part of this event. And the fact that there were that many people that would be willing to do this, and this is a fraction of the people that are listening to this right now, to me, I know I can't take credit for that. And so for us to kind of set the stage and thank the Lord I had many people come up and say, that was amazing. Like that, that made what we hear on the air from you guys real, right? The fact that, you know, you do lead with your faith and you are um, sold out for Christ, like to have that in person just made this so much, they said, you know what, it it told me it made me confident that you're always going to try to do the right thing for us. And that was impactful to me. Um, Another comment from one of the people, Garrett actually shared this, Garrett Maroon. He said, relationships are the accelerator. There's so much you can learn on this podcast. There's so much you can learn by working with one of these coaches. But in person, there is an element of pulling back the curtain of someone's life that happens. It just happens differently in person. And, you know, it didn't matter that if it was 10 minute conversation or a five minute conversation sometimes, but those little things made these literally like amazing connections with people that now people have confidence that they can call on to feel supported. So the inner circle becomes that much more valuable, in my opinion. Those are two things that just really stood out to me.
0: I had somebody say, you and Joey really do like each other. <laughs> <laughs> he said, there's no way to fake it as long as you guys have been doing it. Because I hear you guys on the podcast all the time making fun of each other. But <laughs> like watching you guys live. All right. Each one of you coaches got a chance to sit in the room with one of the different presenters. So we had six different passive income or alternative income stream ideas presented. And I I know that there was something special that each one of you took away. So not everyone that even came got a chance to sit in every one of those rooms. So even for the people who were here, you're going to share a nugget right now that they didn't even get. And I think that that's so important. And the reason I say that is that our, our path, is always helping people narrow the path and we say through our pathfinder that the goal should be to narrow all the ideas down to two and we did that by going through the investor dna right we did that by saying okay what's your number one and what's your number two now we got six presenters go into those rooms listen to those presenters based upon your own investor dna profile so mark coming over to you I'd love to hear the the nugget that you were able to take away from the room cuz you were in there with the Spartan Invest Group with the
4: turnkey rentals. Yeah, one of the things that I really enjoyed about about that opportunity to communicate and and get that info up front was a little bit more kind of a behind the scenes of how is a turnkey operator actually selecting properties? How are they vetting properties? How does someone like myself, the the end buyer actually know that what's being presented to me is something that's, that's viable. And it's not just something off the shelf that they found and they're going to sell, but knowing the metrics they're using, Hey, this is what we anticipate rehab costs being, okay. This is the area. This is the demographics. We're also looking at tax records, right? What are the taxes of the areas? We want to stay out of places that have higher property tax. What are the rents? And so the back end work going in to make it as close to truly passive as possible for the investor, that, that was amazing. And the, the that level of communication, I thought was something that was very valuable and very settling, especially if you're looking at the rental market now and you're thinking, wait a minute, what about rates and what about this? Well, put it aside. The fundamentals have always been there. And if you're a logical C like me, long-term rentals, tried and true, let, let's keep on pushing forward. So that that was a, a really cool takeaway for me.
0: Awesome. Coming over to you, Ern. you got a chance to sit in the room with Jeff Stevens in the creative finance space. And be honest, I'm a little bit jealous because that was something I was super interested in. But Joey and I weren't able to spend time in each one of those rooms. Tell us a little bit about maybe a nugget, something that you took away from that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I have to tell you two things. And the second one is going to be particularly about Jeff. But I have to tell you this first thing, which is one of our presenters said something at the very beginning of the event that I thought was so powerful that I sort of put in the back of my head and sort of marinated on through the rest of the event. And so this guy, he said, we're all here and we're all paddling, right? And the decision that we make might be to paddle a little bit harder, but it's not about that. It's about which boat you're in. And as I thought through that, there there were several applications. I had conversations with people over the weekend. A few told me, I realize that over the past 10 years, I've been paddling extremely hard for somebody else's boat. For 10 years, I've been building their boat. And what this was about was about helping people start to establish their own boat that was going to take them to the destination that they wanted Another one was, we're talking about passive income, right? And so it's sort of a a pick your own adventure. So super valuable to narrow down to your top two to evaluate, to pick your number one so that you can start building that with certainty based upon all the paddling you'll do in that direction that it will get you to where you wanna go. So I thought that was a super powerful statement. So Russ, Jeff Stevens, man, thank you for putting me in his room. <coughs> I ha- have known of Jeff for a few years now, so grateful to meet him. He came all the way across the country to spend time with us. And I just had to, at the end, when I got to wrap up those discussion groups, all I could say to those, to the people who chose to come to our sessions was, aren't you so glad that you met Jeff? <laughs> the truth. Yeah, not, aren't you so glad you hear what he had to say? No, aren't you so glad that you got to experience Jeff? Because here's the thing that he's doing with creative finance. Yes, he's working out amazing real estate deals. But before you work the deal, you got to solve the person with the deal. And his, his vision, his motivation is to create the best possible deal, yes, for himself, but also for the seller. And so to do that, you have to invest time, energy, and effort into getting to know the person who wants to sell their property, typically off-market, which gives you more options, better opportunities to negotiate, better terms, if you can understand the person. So that was super valuable. One other thing that he said uh, related to something that we talk about, right? Joey, what what is the acronym we've come up with for the four things that it takes to do a deal? Do you remember? I don't remember. Math, we need a close, we need a moat, Moat. right? We need money, opportunity, time, and experience, right? And he broke that down in terms of forms of capital, and he said there's five forms of capital he said, money, opportunity, time, experience, and he added relationships, motor, exactly. I mean, motor, that's what motor, I came your motor up with, go. an Alabama redneck, M-O-T-E-R, motor. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we just add it to, to our deal here. Absolutely. And, and that makes us better. Hopefully you listen, this makes you better. What are the levers that you can pull to put together a deal? We have to add relationship to that. And we got that from Jeff. That is so good. So good. I love that. If you've
1: listened to our show for any length of time, you've heard us talk about infinite banking and how we were able to use that concept to create over $50,000 a month in passive income. But it's just not that easy to figure out how does this all connect into my own personal system? Stallion, that's why we created the Passive Income Operating System, bro. It shows you how to turn active
0: income into passive income. It makes all the steps come together. If you would like to get access to it as a podcast listener, we've never given this away in public before. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash P-I-O-S. There was nothing worse than walking into class when you're in school and the teacher's saying, pot quiz day,
1: why? Because you were unprepared. Are you unprepared though for financial freedom? Don't be. Find out how close you are by taking our 30 second quiz at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash quiz.
0: And, and by the way, I think a as we're doing this as on I think it was Friday night when we were we're doing the panel with the speakers, one of the panel said that panelists said that, you know, I, I spent many, many years early on chasing after shiny objects. And what I found myself is an inch deep in 12 different ideas. And it wasn't until I found my one that I could go super deep in to where I really started to take momentum. And I keep hearing this podcast only to to, to resonate with the one idea don't get so preoccupied with the fact that there's a lot of ideas find the one for you all right matthew i know i know it was kind of easy for us to put you the fact that you started in the short-term rental space and, and have been just like gloating all over us about how good your uh you know property in the mountains has been doing but we put you in the room with clint lovett with the short-term rental stuff what what are a couple of things that you took
5: away from there? Okay, so full transparency, I wasn't 100% excited about going in the short-term rental breakout. Um, not because of Clint, because Clint's amazing. He's a, obviously a master of his craft, but I've been operating a short-term rental for two, going on three years now. And I'm like, I got it all figured out. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I sat in that breakout and Clint, Clint brought up so many things that I just never even considered. Um, all the way down, you know, one, one thing that he actually brought up that I, you know, me being the analytical, the C minded person, um, you know, I never really considered it so much or as, you know, I'm not, it's not as emotional, I'm not as empathetic. And, uh, he said, you need to look at your property when you're, when you're setting up your property, you need to set it up. You got to look at it through the eyes of your guest. you know, your potential guest. And uh, he even used an example that I really related to. He said, if you have a guest that's tall, they're gonna look at things like the height of the shower head. And if that shower head comes up to their nipples, it is not gonna be a very uh, very effective short-term rental for those tall people. And it just immediately just blew my mind. I was like, yes, he knows me, that is me. Because I have been in short-term rentals where the showerhead came up to my nipples. And it did not work out too well for me in the shower. <laughs> I will not go into any more detail than that. But
1: <laughs> who, who wants a nipple shower? I mean, <laughs> let's be honest.
5: That's right. It's not nipples. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, he, um, it, I mean, everything, in all seriousness, though. I mean, he, he brought up so many awesome tidbits and points. I mean, he clearly is a master of his craft. And he actually, he actually inspired me to actually go through his course. Um, I've been putting it off, uh, but now knowing what he knows and knowing what I don't know, I'm definitely going to be going through his course from here on out.
0: All right, I'm coming to you, Eric, because you got a chance to sit in in the room with with Nitin Jamar, who is a master at the Burr strategy, right and. Burr, meaning how to buy rentals and do it from a, a completely different perspective, right? Finding properties that are distressed that you can go in, you can renovate, you can then put a renter in, then you can refinance out the cash and you can repeat it. And again, one of those that I wish I could have sat in and did get a chance. What What's a nugget or two that you get to hear from that?
6: Yeah, it was a pleasure for me, first of all, to, to meet Needy. Needy. Um, what an amazing story they have going from five years ago, starting with $25,000, which for some of you listening may seem like a lot, for others listening may not seem as much, to $10 million worth uh, of rental property in only five years. Just he and his wife. And that also impacted me that they did this together. Um, that was, uh, I know I'm sitting here right next to the King of Birmingham. He and I live in the same city. We're coaching on the same team. But Burr for me is something pretty new. The first time I ever heard Burr, quite honestly, was um, in this context here with you guys. So it was a great, um, great information for me. But what it makes me um, want to do is I think about Russ and Joey. What if I had never met Needy? What if I had missed this event and had not met uh, this gentleman that I now would consider a friend? We've exchanged phone numbers and um, we're talking about, you know, getting together and getting on the phone. What if I had missed that opportunity just to get to know somebody like that? Um, That terrifies me a little bit. And um, they just do a great job at Open Spaces Capital meeting his wife Pollock of training people who want to do the burn method of getting into these distressed properties for um, very little cash and then refinancing at the end and getting all of their cash out of it. It's an amazing process.
0: All right, Joe, you're laughing at me because I'm always mispronouncing things. So I i, I think I've butchered Nitty's name. Is it Jim Dars? How you it, 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 it is,
1: it is. But that's not the only thing that you butchered <laughs> this weekend. What did I mean, mess up? What same mess mess the, the myths, <laughs> the three myths of uh, financial freedom uh, with an F. <laughs> um, I thought it
4: was a PH. <laughs>
1: maybe it was. Maybe it was. But you know what? It, it would have been wrong of you to say everything correctly this weekend because it's just not you. It's I mean, not. A, this is a redneck from Montgomery. You, this is what you get.
0: Hey, you said it a second ago. We let off with prayer. and really was like, God, just, just show them how there's no way that this is what they've been able to create. <laughs> I mean, like, there is no doubt. We're not playing down the redneck. It is full on there. I, I'm, I'm covering up a lot, I can assure you. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's. Speaking of dirt, you know, I grew up in dirt. Jamie, you got an opportunity to sit in the land key presentation, the land flipping, something that Joey and I talk a lot about. the high um, regard for that industry because it's been really beneficial uh, to us, and, and we've got a chance to to get really close to that community of. There's just tons of land geeks that, that showed up here. And then there's a lot more people that that walked out saying, I, I think that's my path. What were a takeaway or two for you?
3: Man, there's so many takeaways from that before I get there. There's one thing that I heard a lot this weekend, and I know that I realized about you guys, this group in general, is you guys are un- unapologetically you and i think people realize that that's genuine well tate is unapologetically land and and you put the guy who has trouble keeping on track on one thing for any period of time in this new idea that he totally tore apart everything that i've been doing up until this point point. on my land was so much better so thank you for that um <laughs> it's got my wheels spinning but tate is is such a good guy he's built an amazing uh business he's got an amazing story There were so many people in that um, in those breakouts that I think saw an opportunity to change their lives. And Mm. I know I've said that once before here already on the podcast, but there's a lot of people left that you could just tell the wheels are spinning. And not only like how do I go build this, because that's one thing I've always struggled with with land is my personality is do I have the operational and the organizational ability to build this and to keep it organized? right? Mm -hmm. And so I saw people that have probably that same mindset, leaving saying, I'm going to go find somebody to build this with.
1: Yep, And maybe I've
3: got more capital, or I've got more time or whatever it is, but I want to go do this with somebody. And I think that's one great thing about the live events is just so much collaboration between the people that I think it opened people's eyes to, I like this idea, but I don't necessarily have to be the one that does the work. Right. I can still partner in this. I can still make it happen. Well,
1: Russ, I know you and I were not in the e-commerce breakout with Neil Twa uh, speaking on Amazon specifically and building an Amazon empire. But there was some feedback that we heard from various people. What did you hear about that?
0: Well, I kind of peeked in there
1: for a little bit. because okay. I mean, I if
0: we don't buy an e-commerce business this year, I'm going to be fairly frustrated. I'm just telling you. I'm with you. In advance. And I'm it's not you. going to be 100 unicorns. So it's, not 100. <laughs> it's for sale. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. No. For free. But <laughs> you should pay somebody to take that off your hands. I I heard a lot about the fact that, man, is it, isn't it it crazy that in the last quarter of 2022, that Amazon did as much as any previous year. Like in, in one quarter, they did more than any other year leading up to that point. And I think we've only just scratched the surface of what's possible there. It is definitely the way that we buy. There's not a day goes by that we don't have four boxes dropping off at my house. And I'm sure that that's not unique in any shape or form. And I think that we see that, you know, sometimes we talk about collateral. I heard him, you know, go a little deeper in this. So, you know, I like whenever we've got inflation, we've got all of this issue with this paper currency and the, the government printing money and our dollars worth less. We want to move in the direction of hard assets. He's like, products are hard assets, right? We're building businesses with physical assets that are, that are not only in demand, but they have value. And we we don't necessarily think about it that way. And I, I'm super excited about that space. And um I got a chance to to talk to the guy who won the 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 $30 something thousand dollar giveaway. Yes. He showed me a text, guys. I don't know if you guys saw this. He, he came up to me after the the giveaway and he said, man, I just so <laughs> just thankful. He goes, Let me show you a text. Like literally like 10 minutes before you guys did the drawing for this. I sent my wife this text, and the text paraphrased and was like, "Honey, they're getting ready to do this drawing for this amazing Amazon e-commerce building business." And my son, his son that was there, uh, we're 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 praying that we that we get picked for this. He's like, "I just think it's just so cool. I think this could be our thing." <laughs> and then he got it. I mean, like he's almost in tears, right? Because he's thinking about the opportunity. of, Building that business with his son, who was, I'm not certain, 15 years old, 14, 15 years old, yeah. that, that's there with them. And he was so excited about what this is going to do, not only for him, but for their family.
1: Speaking of, one of the top things that I think we all kind of gathered, at least I, I experienced, was the power of bringing your kids to an event like this. How many how many teenagers do you think were in that audience today? Just ballpark.
3: I think there was at least 12, 15, 20.
1: Yes, yeah. like it was somewhere in that realm. And the power of, I mean, even just at the end, uh, our good friend Jared had brought his two boys and he shared, he stood up. And just, you could tell that there was like a relief that, man, I've been able to expose my sons to something that is near and dear to me. It's special. And it doesn't guarantee that your kids are going to have success doing any of these things. But what happened is those kids' brains were expanded. There's no doubt. And you can't, it can't go backwards, right? Um, my two daughters were able to uh, be a part of it and they helped us more than I can imagine. They, they were super, but they were having conversations and networking people that were all from all over the country and they were engaged in conversations that you would think, this is not what 16 year olds and 14 year olds talk about in general. Like they're being challenged, they are being stretched and, and it didn't come from just dad, right? And I think as parents, that's a really special thing from this event that I think we can take away and, and encourage people to do and to bring their families these events. That's
0: a big question as parents. How do we get our kids interested in these things? How do I mean, you heard that a lot, and especially from the panelists, most of them very humble upbringings, right? When we asked the question about what was your thoughts on money prior to doing what you're doing, and, and they kind of went back to their youth and talked about really coming from a mindset of scarcity a lot of times. Yeah. It, very little money or access to money and, and just the opportunities that have presented themselves. So for us to think about engaging our kids at such an early age into that process, it's it's almost cheating, right? Yeah. So it, it's like, man, that's that's pretty cool. All right, coaches, I want to go around and just get final thoughts from you. I want to just, you know, I know there was one or two conversations that you had that, you know, don't mention names, right? Because I don't want necessarily to, to share those, but if you just, for the person... Who wants to know, like, if I came to this event, if I, if I took the, the leap to not only travel, to spend money and, and the time, what are, what are some of those things I'm going to walk away with? Eric, you, you got one or two that you'd be willing to share with us?
6: Yeah, absolutely. Um, first, I'll tell on a, on a personal level, I'm changed from the relationships that I made here over just the last three days and I'll never be the same, I'm walking out of this building today a, a different level person than I walked in. And that's that's real. And I mentioned being you know, scared of what would happened if I would never met Needy, but that really goes for the whole event because we all have these feelings inside us before we decide to sign up for an event like this. The excuses, they start to rise and they start to build. Well, you probably don't have time. You've got to travel. There's money involved. It's the weekend. I could be doing other things. Um, all, all the things, right? That yeah. come up that you tell yourself why I shouldn't go. But then you, you make that decision to go. And then you get home after it and you go, oh, my gosh, what if I had not gone? I wouldn't be the person that I am right now. I wouldn't have met the people that I met. I would be still down at that level of thinking that I was at on Friday morning before I got here. And and to me that life-changing experience um would would just have been terrible to miss. One of the 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 people that I was able to talk to a couple really. One guy is so new to this to all of it literally, he and I talked for the first time a month ago by accident. He, he didn't even know this world existed, Mark. <laughs> I mean, not at all. But he came to the event and his hair is on fire. <laughs> and it is so exciting. He just kept shaking his head and saying, I knew something like this was out there. I've known it for a long time. I knew it was out there, but I just didn't know where to find it. And so for me, uh, that enthusiasm and not only just his enthusiasm, but watching what he's going to do in the next three months, then six months, then year, um, that'll be worth it all.
3: Very cool. How about you, Jimmy? Man, again, there was so, so much from this weekend (laughs) that I thought was great. Um, for me, it, it revolved around the community. I mean, we had people in here from the passive income mastermind, from the inner circle mastermind. We have people who weren't in the mastermind, have not never done business with us in any way, shape, or form. And I think everybody left here w- with the same excitement, uh, as everyone else. Like, there, there was no ego, there was no, um, there, was no, there might have been some comparison, but I think that got squashed pretty quickly. I think everybody was so humble, willing to help. Um, and just if, if people left with one good idea or one right next thing or, or just a little bit more confidence, I mean, that's, that was my goal, and I think that happened, and I think it was a huge success. Well, you say community. I mean,
0: I, I just love watching the connections, right? I would walk out after we've been in a session, and I see five or six huddles, of people that I knew didn't know each other, right? Like, you know, sometimes we get in clicks and we'll just, but that wasn't happening. I was seeing people connecting and having conversations and the person who was excellent at self-storage sharing ideas with the person who's excellent at land and the person who's interested in e-commerce, you know, trying to figure out how this person's doing infinite banking and, and how can they get that passive income operating system going. Like all of these ideas were just flowing And it was fun that they were not just being selfish, as Joey likes to say, not being silos or um, cul-de-sacs of the information, but being willing to to give because they're seeing this given an environment. And what you said, community, man, the community is so amazing. And people kept coming up and saying, I just love the fact that the way the culture of this group is, is that it's so free to be able to have these conversations And and there's not a whole lot of bravado running around of, you know, look at me, but no, like, what are you doing? How are you doing it? And man, let let me tell you about some things that, you know, that maybe I I, I'm seeing too, that would be helpful as well. Matthew, you had some cool conversations. You want to share one last
5: one as we wrap up? Yeah. I mean, just, just kind of going back to what Eric said, it, it wasn't even necessarily what people were saying. I mean, I heard all kinds of, of, of feedback and comments about, you know, how, How, you know, I have, I now have clarity after this weekend. I know where I'm going. I knew what my goals were, but I had no idea how to get there. But now I know the direction that I'm going. Um, But you know what, honestly, that wasn't even what got fired me up. What what, what got me fired up was not what the words they were saying, but the excitement behind the words. And uh, it just reminded me of why I actually became a coach. Um, When you guys, when you guys approached me and asked me uh, if I'd be interested in becoming a coach all I could think about was the blessings and the uh, and the opportunities that God and you guys, in this community uh, gave to me. And it was just a no brainer. I mean, I, I, I had to have the opportunity to pay it forward and I feel so blessed to be able to pay it forward. And when I, when I talked to these, when I talk to these uh, folks in this community that attended this event and when I talk to people on the phone or on Zoom calls and and they tell me, Matthew, thank you so much for your help. I, I, I was I didn't know where I was going and I'm so glad that I was able to talk to you, man. It just it just gives me chills, man. I, I, I love it. I just love being able to to help to, to try to, you know, we're all on the same journey. So I, I love being able to I'm, I'm by no means at the finish line. Um, I'm not Mr. Retiree over here, so you know I'm, I'm still working on it. I'm still working on it, but the fact that we're all on the same journey and we all have the same mindset and we all can lean on each other for help—that's um, that's what makes it worth it, man.
0: Stallion, so I heard several times. I've listened to every podcast you guys have done, and. That's crazy because you've not even listened to every podcast we've
1: done. There's not a chance. <laughs> I don't listen to half of what you say. So even though it's been recorded, I mean. Oh, I speaking of
0: that, I love the fact that I got a chance to ask some questions of the audience, just like I do you guys. And they had no idea. And I had this one idea. It's like, it's brilliant you're not getting the answer. And everybody's like, even the people on the panel, I think I was comparing the three of you guys, Eric, Matthew, and Mark about like, you guys know what these guys have in common? And people are like, you know, giving these great feedback. And I'm like, no, you're totally wrong. They weren't, you know, they weren't in the financial industry before. They were all clients. And they were like, okay, where were we going to come up with that answer? Like,
1: <laughs> I'm just glad people know what it's like now that he's going to ask you a random question. There's no chance you're going to know the answer. He's going to make you feel dumb for not knowing. it.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And by the way, Nicholas, you know who you are. I'm sorry. I asked you a bunch of questions, put you on the spot, but that's that's what it takes when you're in the front row and I can't see. I lost my glasses for a while. All right, Mark, final thought.
4: Final thought is if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. That's what it was all about. And the, the the community aspect is fantastic. Being able to speak to people is awesome. And what I found was there there was one couple I was talking to. And the cool part about community is it lets you know that you are not alone. And we we haven't really talked about it much. We didn't really talk about it a whole bunch. But the infinite banking concept was a piece of the puzzle for all of us and is. And it's, it's part of how we help. And it is something there for everyone. And this one couple was really excited because... They had heard about it, and they had done what every good 21st century individual does, which is Google the snot out of it. (laughs) Watch every single YouTube video. But I said, but but how do you feel now that you've been here? And they said, "Well, well, now we know people actually do it. We know real people do it. And so now we have even more validation of of what we're looking at doing. And so just getting that proof of concept, right, either for yourself or through the people that you know, your friends, your family, or now your new inner circle, Wealth of that Wall Street family, now be it IBC, be it land flipping, house flipping, you know, whatever that is, you now have a place to quality control the ideas that you might want to implement for yourself.
1: That, that is amazing that you shared that. And the, the two things that I wanted to just quickly uh, round us out with is, one, how great was Travis Smith? Amazing. Travis Smith of Tribe Best came in and shut down the end of our event with an aha light bulbs. I mean, you saw people just light up because they were like, wait a minute. You're saying I'm learning this stuff. I can take this back to my tribe. My Family, friends, coworkers, whoever, and raise money together to implement some of these things had no idea. Like, you know, it's a successful event when people say, I had never thought of that, right? And they said that all weekend, right? Which was amazing. That was number one. Number two, I think one of the most impactful things that I saw was people's minds literally changing, like their mindset. And it was verbalized by Rick, who shared at the end, and Rick, hope you don't mind me sharing this, but he, he said he came here with scarcity, right? He's already a member of our community, right? He's already online with us, but being in an energy environment where he is being challenged with people around him, asking questions, he literally leaves with, man, I was thinking about how can I leave my job now I'm thinking, how can I raise $50 million and buy my comp- the company I work for? That should tell you that there was, a, there was a leap in his mindset that happened in such a short time, and I doubt very seriously that there's ever a doubt in his mind that it was worth the time, the money, the effort to get here. He would have stayed for three weeks if we let him, right? Because this was so impactful. And uh, that, that, to me, was amazing to, to uh, witness.
2: thought. Well, I think we have all summed up something that happened this weekend that was incredible. We had people from the West Coast, people all across the East Coast, all across the South, through the Midwest, all across the country come to Birmingham, Alabama. By the way, Alabama is better for that. Yes. But now, right now, most of them are on airplanes going back where they came from. And yes, we saw it It was true. Live events change lives. That's what we said would happen. We've all talked about how that would happen. But as as everybody is heading back home right now, it would be such a shame if that was all. Because I think every single one of us have an action-packed grid of things that we want to be working on. Then what? Here's the thing, live events change lives, but training transforms lives. And we have an opportunity to gather together and meet one another. Many of us who have been meeting together multiple times a week in our inner circle mastermind and our passive income mastermind. And guess what? We get to keep doing that. Yes. We just gave hugs to people that we've seen on computer screens over the last couple of years and we get to continue to meet together. Can you imagine how much deeper those conversations and those mastermind groups are about to get? Yeah. So you're listening to this, and if you have not attended this event, if you haven't joined one of those masterminds, this is where we're training. (laughs) This is where every single week we're taking another bite to get closer to the financial freedom line, and we're doing it together like Mark said. What an opportunity not just to have our lives changed, but to train to transform our lives. So that's the opportunity. No doubt. Wow,
0: guys, so good. The feedback, the opportunity to spend a weekend with you. We got to do this more often. I'm thinking like at least four times a year. We, we, are you with me?
1: I'm in.
0: All right. Well, I hope that you're in. I hope that you are, are listening to this and are inspired Maybe there's opportunities within what we've talked about to help you where you are, but I want you to be a part of this process. I want you to take action and be a part of this community. Go deeper. As Ernie said, man, the opportunity to be transformed through training, the opportunity to be a mentor to someone who maybe is just on the journey. Maybe you've been doing it for a while. I think my biggest fear coming into this, guys, was we had some people that have been around our process for a long, long time. I mean, there were some guys, guys and ladies in there that have been doing passive income at the highest levels, I mean, way more than I'm doing. And I thought, man, this may be just way too rudimentary for them, that, you know, maybe they're going to be bored. And I got a chance to pull them off to the side and say, hey, do you, you pick up anything, you know, or is this just, you know, a little basic for you? And they're like, dude, I got a, like a laundry list of things. From this. I think we take for granted the information that not only that we have, but the information that the community has that will help everyone. And I hope that you'll take this, take action on it, take time to rate review the podcast, because that's how other people find us. And I, I'm looking forward to the next million downloads because It's only because we're finding new speakers that provide more value. And you're you're telling us that by continuing to spend your time by listening
2: to this. As always, have an amazing day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.